My name is Zara. And my name is Maisha. And you're listening to That's What They Said. Where we break down the them versus us narrative. Hi everyone, welcome back to That's What They Said. Maisha and I are here today recording another episode. It's been quite a while. Yeah, it's been a few months. Yeah, two months or even more, I'm not even sure at this point. But yeah, we were just, you know, enjoying summer, living life. It was like an unexpected break that happened. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't really plan, but then we were so occupied with like, you know, summer plans and mm-hmm. activities. Yeah, you know, so in, summer can in, get you really busy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we needed the summer. Like we both, uh, you know, life, life can get hard sometimes. And yeah. you just need the summer to enjoy with your friends and do things that really open up different perspectives for you. Yeah. Uh, for us, we actually spent summer doing quite a lot of physical activity. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very not like me. We actually, we actually, <laughs> we, we got into backcountry camping. Yeah, we did. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, areas around Vancouver, greater Vancouver essentially is an amazing place for backcountry camping. Mm-hmm. You get to see amazing views and it's just an amazing experience, right? Yeah. To be with nature. So yeah, yeah we've always gone on hikes, but we've never done backcountry camping. This was a first for us. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we did quite a few times in the summer and yeah, it's been great. You know, yeah. And summer in Vancouver is amazing. Mm-hmm. So now it's almost what, uh, it's September when this episode is coming out. Yeah, and, pretty uh, much. Yeah, summer is winding down here. We're entering fall, which is our uh, favorite weather. <laughs> rainfall is not my favorite weather, but right. fall is my. Did you say rainfall or I fall? I said fall. <laughs> okay, I thought I said rainfall. I'm like, no, no, no. But no, fall is definitely one of my favorite seasons. Vancouver fall is a bit rainy. Yeah. So today we're kind of in a gloomy day in Vancouver, but yeah. it's definitely giving us fall vibes, which I am happy about. I know I'm that basic person who has pumpkin spice lattes, which I definitely <laughs> did in the morning. So. You know, ready to get down to business in yeah. September. But yeah, that's why we're, you know, we're finally back and we really missed doing this. I think yeah, more we did. than anything, this was always like our way of releasing a lot of the stresses and pressures that we yeah. bundle up in, in ourselves. So we didn't have that for two. Yeah. Yeah, but now, but not, yeah, now we're back, and I think you know the podcast has always been somewhere where we, because you know I think the world is such now that everybody we we all everybody reads right, and we yeah. have a lot of thoughts and you know things in our daily lives, and then podcast has always been a way that we got to kind of like yeah. channel all those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So like today, one of those thoughts that we're channeling <laughs> has been something that I think a lot of you even have even like read in the news um, about inflation. Yes, right. It's been getting a lot of attention lately. Um, and, um, I think to summarize what inflation or overview is basically it's the rate of increase in prices over a given period of time, yes. right? So the measure, the metric that's used is consumer price index. And essentially it's a basket of goods that's chosen usually in Canada, statistics of Canada mm-hmm. that calculates that, you know, collects the data and then calculates it. And usually it's year over year, the percentage that is being told. So say for example, um, for July, it was 3.7% in Canada year mm-hmm. over year, which means that compared to last July, prices yes. was about 3.7%, which is a lot. Which is a lot. And I'm sure most of you have noticed that in yeah. your day-to-day lives. And yeah, like you might be wondering, you know, you're coming back after two months. Why are you talking about inflation? Why are you talking about very like heavy economic stuff? But honestly, this is something that, like as we mentioned, so many of us are experiencing and are like yeah. noticing it in our day-to-day life. Like I'm sure so many of you have gone to the grocery store and noticed that you're your day-to-day uh, grocery products that you buy, prices have increased. Yeah. You know, gas prices have increased. Flights, everything. There's so many things. Where restaurants. Restaurant prices. Are charging higher prices on food items. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, for example, 
um, I read about this today. This there's something called shrinkflation. So because oh. as, as a say shopper, you will notice price increase for grocery products more. But a lot of companies what they're doing now is they're reducing like reducing the quantity quantity of the product. Yeah. So I think like for example in was it in UK I think Ferrero the parent company of Nutella okay. they said they're going to reduce the size of the jars. Oh. But they're going to charge the same price. It's yeah. the other. It's basically inflation. Mm-hmm. So instead of visibly seeing that the price has gone up, yeah. you don't know your brain registers exactly. the same Exactly. So just price. in our in our day to day life, these things are happening to yeah. combat this uh, rise in prices that we're seeing. You know, because of a multitude of reasons. One of the main ones being COVID nineteen really causing some sort of unexpected uh, inflation. Yeah. In today's time. Yeah. 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 But I think. Um, Yes, I think there's been, so, yeah, because of how relevant it is, and more so, I think one of the biggest things that came out of this pandemic was a lot of young people have gotten into investing Mm, in the stock market, right? And then a lot of headlines has recently been about how inflation will affect it, you know, what are, I don't know, investors looking out for, and uh, because there's so much, I guess, a lot of, like, opinions and interest in this, we're like, you know what, it's, it's quite relevant, you know? Yeah. You, we do grocery shopping, we go to restaurants, yeah. uh, we buy different items, we, a lot of us invest in stocks. So if you think about it, yeah, we're like, why not? I mean, mm. are, we ourselves are curious as to what's happening, so let's yeah, that's dive true. into that. Yeah, and I, and I like that you said a lot of headlines are about inflation, and I know there's been a lot of, like, worry around inflation, so people are, people's consumer habits as well. They kind of change based on the headlines about inflation. So we definitely want to dig more in to see what's actually happening Yeah, with all this. Mm-hmm. So why has it gone up, right? Yeah. So I think, um, for example, I think, okay, so earlier I mentioned that, you know, Canada's was in July, the inflation was 3.7%, right? Mm-hmm. Now, usually central banks target, like, inflation around 2%. Yeah. So this number of 3.7%, and I think in the U.S., I think, was it a couple months ago it was I think about 4.2 percent and mm-hmm. I think in a week or two they're going to release the inflation number for August and then um, fact set for example estimated that it could go up to 5.3 percent now those numbers are a lot and that scares people that scares companies that scares government and mm-hmm. central banks more importantly so but to understand first of all these are year-over-year data so the reference point being 2020 and 2020 numbers were very much an anomaly and outlier right because of the pandemic so so first of all the reference data is an outlier Mm -hmm. so the base case is very biased yeah right um but overall what has really affected inflation like let's start with supply chain yeah yeah so so, well and basically Basic products that we're talking about, like groceries, you see the prices going up. And part of the reason is because of so many, I guess, disruptions in the supply chain. Yeah. So at least from my personal experience, like working in construction, the major one that I've seen is obviously lumber. Yeah. And I think we all know, at least have heard that, oh, lumber prices are rising. And um, I think I got to know a bit about like the background of how that's yeah. happening just because of like where I work. And so many of our projects were going on halt because there wasn't enough. Uh, there was delays in lumber. Right. Uh, deliveries there was like not enough lumber available the prices were too high so projects were getting canceled essentially there were so many lockdowns right there's yeah. like we went into lockdown there was all these restrictions put in place globally yeah globally so all of a sudden we were all at home so you know obviously our spending decreased and and everything like that but in terms of going back to the lumber what happened was these uh lumber mills they basically couldn't really, because they were shut down they were forced to shut down they couldn't really you know actually produce their product and yeah. at the same time there's some restrictions such as 
you know, you can't have this many people within a certain area and all that stuff. So essentially, like the the supply of lumber decreased. Right. And but at the same time, people because we were all stuck at home, what we were doing was we were doing like home renovation projects just at home. You know, mm-hmm. like we were building decks, we were building patios just at home. And so basically, lumber companies actually thought that the price that the demand was going to decrease. Yeah. Just like back in the two thousand eight recession. Yeah. Um, they were hit quite hard and they never really recovered. Yeah. And with COVID, they're like, we don't want to take another hit. So they also ramped back their production right. on top of the closures that were already yeah. happening. So there's just a basically there's not a lot of lumber out there. And then, but the demand never decreased. The demand kept increasing. Yeah. And then pro- once the restrictions started loosening, the project started starting up again. And then yeah. there just wasn't enough lumber. And so now the demand is really high. The supply is really low. Yeah. And so prices I think, have gone up. Exactly. So I think I think it's a really good example of how you know there was a lot of supply chain disruption and yeah. it, 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 it was there globally, right? Yeah. Because when COVID just started, a lot of raw material for a lot of products that are produced um or that are sold in the Western world, the yeah. raw materials actually get manufactured in Asian countries, right? Oh, yeah. uh, Southeast Asia or South Asia. And when those countries put their um most of their factories and stuff in lockdown, uh sorry, countries in lockdown, so factories in um the facilities closed down, a lot of these uh, products stopped. The Western countries, these manufacturers, couldn't get the raw materials in time. And then even if when even when the factory started producing, as you mentioned, that um, it was hard to re-ramp yeah, up production. Yeah, to catch up, essentially, uh, to plus, the demand. Plus, uh, COVID protocols that were put in place, like, you know, for example, the number of workers that can be present in the assembly line, yeah. that probably reduced, right? And then on top of that, because of COVID protocols that were also uh, included in logistics, Mm-hmm. Uh, like at ports, it took longer to clear cargos. Yeah. So there were a lot more, a lot of more con- port congestions, both on say, um, this raw material producing countries ends and even the recipients, which would be say Canada, US, etc. Yeah. So all of this it added to a long, long, long time yeah. that it took for this raw materials to get to the manufacturing facilities either in the Western countries or to or for the final product to make yeah. it to people's uh to the shelves in the mm-hmm. store. So overall, I think. The, the COVID pandemic really exposed, in a way, a downside of how globalized the world is. Yeah. Because we source our raw materials, the Western world sources of raw materials from the developing countries. And even it even pushed, right? It even made a lot of these countries like Apple and stuff rethink about where they get, can they bring those raw materials production to, say, America, right? Yeah. For Apple, I think that's what they're thinking right now. So supply chain disruptions really caused and that was the first initial shock uh, the world got now on top of that now that it's been over a year and a half of covid and the countries are opening up now what another sh- another thing that's contributing to supply ch- supply shortage in the supply on the supply side has been the shortage of labor that uh, there are not enough people like for example in the us there's a record number of job openings because they don't people just don't have enough labor mm-hmm. a lot of these factories don't have enough labor so that is contributing to uh, supply a shortage on the supply side. So overall, the supply side shock mm-hmm. has led to uh, the cost on the producer side to increase. For example, for on the U.S., uh, I think they have something called producers' price index, which okay. looks at the percentage change in cost of production for producers, and that increased by a record like 8.3 percent in most recent data. Now that's a huge amount because when a cost of production increases, that just gets passed on to consumers, yeah. which means the final goods and services those are more expensive. Yeah. So that's higher inflation. Mm-hmm. Right, so supply chain disruption really mm-hmm. cost, and it is such a huge shock, yeah. right? Because it's like eventually people, you know, just like any other shocks that the economy gets, usually it takes time to get adjusted to it. Consumers and producers and government, they all adapt to it, 
But I think what has happened with COVID is like once factories were getting adapted to COVID protocols and all of that shit, yeah. um, they realized that now there's shortage of labor. Yeah. Or they realize that, oh, crap, like, say, you know, COVID variants are coming up, so we'll be going to lower. So it's yeah, just yeah, being yeah. a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And it's not just lumber. There's so many different industries, right? Um, what the shocking one for me was chicken wings. <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, oh, what chicken wings? But um, there's, like, chicken wings. There's, like, one of the major ones that I'm sure a lot of people have heard of is used car industry. Yeah. Yeah. So with the used cars, all of a sudden, the price of used cars have gone up due to a, a less supply of semiconductors, which go into new vehicles. So it's, like, been... Demand for cars increased because because the semiconductors were no longer available, new cars weren't being produced as much. Yeah. So people have been wanting to get used cars. But yeah. then used cars, now because the demand is so high, there's just not enough used cars out yeah. there in the market for yeah. so the cost of it. And I'm thinking about even my car. I sold one of my, like my car. And I was able to sell it for a higher price, or at least list it for a higher price, because all the other used cars were pretty much like yeah, being most, sold yeah, for such yeah, a high, high cost. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the thing. So on this, on, there was a supply side shock. Yeah. Uh, uh, that pushed prices up, so there was less supply. But on the other side, there was a pent, there was um pent up demand, right? Mm-hmm. So when the COVID hit, um, suddenly it's like say in different. What's different from the say the 2008 global recession mm-hmm. during 2020 when COVID hit, people even though people had money, yeah, they still had jobs. Say for example, there was nothing to spend on because the restaurants, theaters, travel, yeah. yeah, everything closed. So you, when you have so much money. That's when people were like, either they, they were saving a lot, mm-hmm. and if they were spending, they were spending on what you said, like home renovation projects yeah. and things like that, right? Or in British Columbia, what was noticed and what was observed is that there was a lot of travel within the province. Like a mm. lot of residents within the province were doing a lot of travel within the province. Yeah. Because domestic travel across provinces and international travel was a lot more complicated due to COVID protocols in place. Yeah. So due to cars. that, exactly. Yeah. So and in BC, if you really want to check the province out, you really need, need a car. car yeah. So pent up demand led to a surge in especially in summer 2021 i think there was a huge demand for cars yeah and you have say on the supply side maybe new vehicles are not produced as fast enough yeah because of the labor exactly changes, so yeah. you have factories that are probably opening up with covid protocols so supply production has been slowed down but on top of that they're dealing with demand that's higher than usual mm-hmm. so all of that so on the demand side you have got and Another thing is once the economies over the world started opening up in what spring 2021, people had a lot of savings. Yeah. So they were like jumping in, right? Buying stuff, flying, traveling. So all of that led to an, a higher increase in demand. So usually when post a recession, there is a huge increase in prices, mainly because when people have a sudden surge of income mm-hmm. and not to forget that during this pandemic there has been increased government money yeah, that's been the stimulus checks and exactly and, yeah so all of that i mean that has been a huge contributing factor to the stock market investing right a lot of people were unemployed but they got so much money through stimulus yeah, checks in the western to. world that they could plug money into the stock market mm-hmm. so all of that so on the demand side you've got pent up demand and on the supply side you've got a bottleneck situation yeah so both of that contributed to a huge and a huge uh, increase in prices of products, which going back to like chicken wings are said, <laughs> like your chicken wings in restaurant are now probably if you look at the menu, a lot of places have a different price, like a higher yeah. price and product. And they actually put a disclaimer that the wings, like from what I've read, like there's a disclaimer saying like due to COVID nineteen, whatever exactly. issues, due to whatever like sourcing chicken wings that they've had to increase their prices. And so that's wait, why. Why, why again was. Uh, chicken wings with it yeah. yeah so there's a multitude of reasons for that obviously due to some you know factory because you know chickens are slaughtered in factories and yeah. farms whatever so there is some issues with um you know closing down labor yeah. as well and having to close down 
But on top of that, climate change actually, interestingly, has a lot to do with this. So as many of you know, uh, at least in Canada and a lot of the western sides of North America, there's been increasing heat waves. Yep. So the heat waves have caused droughts. And um, because of the droughts, many crops have not grown properly, right. which are which are fed to the you know, mm. cattle and to chickens. So that has caused, you know, a lot of the animals to be either culled or killed off and as opposed to being used for, you know, right. production, right? And on top of that, it, like some countries, like some states like Texas in the United States, they had a deep freeze, like increasingly high cold temperatures. Oh, and because wow. of that, they had some like electricity blackouts. Well, that was in Texas, I remember. Yeah, the and there was yeah. like, floods in Michigan. So a lot of things have caused um, uh, electricity blackouts, essentially. Yeah. And then chickens are slaughtered so they need electricity to run their machines and stuff so yeah. there was not enough uh, right 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 these, these places are like hubs for such things yeah so there's a shortage, there a shortage of chicken, chicken wings so like <laughs> if you combine like COVID-19 combine climate change even in Canada and then, right? yeah I think because of climate change I think over the summer especially a lot of farms had like uh what it droughts yeah, yeah droughts yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so that led to a lot of like of grains and grains are fed to cows yeah. for oh. uh yeah same thing like I guess other crops example, are fed to chickens in, yeah in, I think in uh, in a grocery store near my house uh, the price of steaks have gone up oh yeah yeah, like, yeah. Rock that's why that's probably why yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I I mean I don't use steak a lot but I think some people <laughs> were complaining that it's expensive and yeah, yeah so if you really look at it I mean wow it's not like everything is working against us apparently mm-hmm. for prices yeah but, even going uh, back to cars like the decrease in Texas caused um like some limited production of plastics that are used in cars. Right. Even the flooding in Michigan, like all that contributed to less plastic available. So that also contributed to like cars, car production. It's not just a semiconductor, it's also right. plastic. And like I was at, at work, another thing that was, there was a shortage of for a while was resin. Right. Yeah. So there's like so many different things you don't think Wait, of. where do you use Like resin? resin is like, you can use it around tubs to seal, like sealants oh, and stuff. Right. Yeah, so a lot of people are doing home improvement projects, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I'm going to fix something. Okay, so, like, you're at home. You're doing work from home. You need your space to look yeah. nice. So you're, like, building a table. Yeah. Some people moved away from the city, and they moved to, say, a more rural area. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to build my dream home now because yeah. I saved up this much money. Yeah. So then they use all the lumber. They use all the resin. And yeah. then the funniest thing is there's a shortage of yellow paint. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because, like, increased construction, you need more safety colors. Like, yellow is a safety color. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't look too much into that, but like, there's a shortage of yellow paint in the wild. Like, wow. couldn't, couldn't get yellow paint to paint some stuff. So that's actually quite interesting. Yeah. So I think overall, it seems, and I think another contributing factor. So yeah. you know, you have pent up demand, you have a bottleneck in supply chain, um, uh, climate change, climate change is clearly contributing to that too. And then another thing that really contributed was. Um, low interest rates right mm. so because earlier when the pandemic just you know hit the market uh sorry hit the hit the world um a lot of central banks across the world uh with the u.s federal reserve being you know leading the charge they really lowered their interest rate uh low interest rate means that it will encourage people to spend yeah. uh, encourage businesses to invest you know take loans to invest and essentially keep the boom the economy right yeah so there was low so on the government side there was stimulus checks being given to mm-hmm. people and then the central bank stepped in with monetary policy by lowering interest rate in order to incentivize people to spend incentivize people like you know making it easier to say a lower interest means means that you have to pay less of an interest on than buying cars right or houses mortgage and things like that so that really like boosts up like um consumption investment in the economy and overall increased aggregate demand right and that's that was the plan that hopefully that will get the economy going but all of this has you know, of course, led to this increase in price. And now um, 
because say uh, numbers are like three percent, four percent inflation rate, right? That really gives you know it speaks to how volatile the situation is because yeah. now it's like last year prices were low by virtue of you know the world kind of shutting down mm-hmm. um the demand falling down supply coming down um but now it's like prices are you kind of don't know where prices are heading in a way yeah and that creates because now what that does is it affects people's expectations right and that affects stock market so because mm-hmm. we were we earlier mentioned that you know inflation has even caught the interest more now because more people have invested money in the stock market yeah. right and what it usually does is that like for example investors expect like a return of say roughly six percent a year mm-hmm. uh, after inflation uh, assuming say inflation is about roughly two percent and a little bit of inflation is actually good because it, because that means that price is increasing it incentivizes businesses to keep producing keep innovating um you know pay higher wages so that's why uh, targeting around two percent inflation is pretty standard yeah. by a percent across the world and they use interest rate to either curb or encourage inflation yeah. you know and influence people's expectations and consumption and production patterns but um what happens is if there is a higher inflation say four percent and if you were uh, now that just your post your inflation is just a return on your investment decreases yeah so say if you were so if let me just give an example so if you were expecting return of eight percent and inflation was two percent inflation is just a return is six percent but now if your inflation is four percent now your inflation just return is four percent Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. And usually what you'll notice that, you know, there's like two different kinds of stocks. There's value stocks and then there's growth stocks, right? Growth stocks are stocks that over the years will give you a higher return because say they're giving you a $10 return next year. Five years from now, you are projecting based on, you know, financial analysis, looking at the statements and forecasts that in five years, it will probably give you a $100 return, mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking. But if in five years or even next year, inflation is high, the value of your money is less, mm-hmm. that kind of cu- cuts into, eats into a lot of that growth yeah. and that you would have benefited you. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, um, unexpected, like, Inflation gets like worrisome when it, you know, when it moves so much that the Federal Reserve or Central Bank is jacked, right? Yeah. Like, for example, right now when um, there's so much talk that inflation is three percent, three point seven percent in Canada most mm-hmm. recently, or now there's some expectations that, sorry, estimates that in the U.S. it might go up to five percent for August, right? Um, now it's like, oh, because worry that Central Bank, bank yeah, because yeah, Central Bank might step in yeah. and then increase the interest rate. Now, for stock investors, it's like, oh, shit, like if interest rate goes up, then I calculated my returns to be mm-hmm. this over this many years, or uh, I was going to invest my money here. Mm-hmm. And now it's like it changes right. up how they would have acted. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's and or but we don't know. Right. Yeah. Whether because so far, the central banks in the, US <laughs> and Canada, in the U.S. and Canada, they've said that we're keeping our interest rates like pretty low what to what it is now going into mid 2022 um, and you know that's uh, because i think central banks even though prices have gone up the yeah. truth is millions of people have still don't have jobs or millions have left the job mm-hmm. market entirely right yeah, yeah. so the goal of central banks is to bring those people back in because this increase in price of say well or inflation of four percent or three percent or whatever it's um it's a short term one. Yeah, it's just because the com- it's just like the COVID pandemic was a shock to the economy. Uh, post um, co- economies opening up, things are now slowly opening up. So suddenly, of course, pent yeah, up demand, yeah. people are spending more, supply chain disruption, shortage in supply. So overall, that's leading to a large increase in prices. So it might balance itself out. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, people will adapt. So I think that's what the central bank is banking on. That like it's um, transitory. Is that yeah, the word? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So over time, this will because say seven months from now. 
people might not travel as much, right? Mm. Because all their desires and pent up devices all used up. So yeah. you might not have that much consumption. Yeah. And over time, it'll manage out. And I think that's. And it has done that for lumber prices, just to like yeah, cut in because it has prices have gone down. Yep. So people thought that was just going to be for there a very long time, but like yeah. it did end up being transitory. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's why. So far, at least, central banks have been saying that we're going to keep our rates low. And but at the same time, because of you know headlines are so sensationalized, inflation four percent, yeah, five percent. Even stock investors are like, oh crap, like we don't know what central yeah. banks are doing, right? Because truth be told, it could very well be the case that, say, for example, you know, all this data comes out, inflation in the U.S. is five percent, and the next Federal Reserve meeting, which is say two months later, I think, yeah. um, Federal Reserve looks at the data from September and October and looks at the August inflation data, and they realize that a lot of factors have changed. Maybe, maybe, maybe job uh, jobs haven't created a faster rate. It's hard so, to forecast. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, but the. So I, all I'm trying to say is that, and that makes that's what it has been concerning the stock investors. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's relevant. Yeah, for sure. Marcia studied economics. She's very passionate about this topic. <laughs> no, but I think so that's why I think you yeah. know our episode's being called "Inflation Versus Your Wallet." Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's clearly groceries, restaurants, it is, whatever it is you affecting buy. your wallet, whether yeah, it's like stock your stock wallet or your personal exactly. bank account. So it. So all of this is to say that, you know, um, I think it's important that we keep an eye out, right? Yeah. Because currently it's being told that, you know, this is going to be transitory. Interest rates are going to be held at this rate. So People then, can plan ex- spending around that. But there's um, so much uncertainty, too, because now with, like, the Delta variant, um, you know, kind of on the rise here, and there's, like being sensationalized headlines being sensationalized there's also so much headlines about like you know cases are increasing yeah um even our governments they're putting a bit like they've loosened the restrictions or they've added more restrictions whether that it's also, economically whether it's like socially whatever but like there's there's still a lot of fear around covid it's not gone the pandemic is yeah. not over because you think and about, there's still uncertainty there's a chance that we'll fluctuate again you think about the factories right they're like oh shit we just opened up now mm. you're expecting us we're gonna close down again yeah right and that e- and even consumers, right? You're like, oh shit! Like I was planning travel for like October. Exactly. Now apparently, still Delta variants coming and like travel plans get canceled. So it all of this is just like a pandemic's not over, so it's still it's still messing it's still yeah. messing with so yeah. many people. Yeah, like um, I actually recently got another email from one of our uh one of our suppliers that please plan your projects around the fact that we are going to be affected by supply chain issues and inflation up throughout 2022 like they said we're going to be affected throughout 2022 yeah. so please keep that into in, like raw materials are still hard to like you know they're still going right. through issues so even though lumber prices are going down blah 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 there's still a bunch of other stuff so please keep that in mind and that's how plan your projects accordingly yeah. so essentially even manufacturers are worried like yeah the year is coming to an end pandemics are over like sorry not my yeah. suppliers that please like we're I still, still going to go through these see, issues that's, in that's like a disclaimer they're giving yeah. right because the idea is that because you know, our expectations play into our consumption pattern, our spending yeah. patterns, our production uh, activities, right? Yeah. So it's like, because, you know, usually if you think about it, right, the, uh, the economy gets a shock mm-hmm. and there's, say, a, a contraction of the economy, which happened in 2020, but then slowly start coming back up, right? Yeah. But what's happening is with these new variants coming up, it's like there's so much uncertainty. It yeah. looks like as if it's another shock. Yeah, and right? then if you, even vaccinations, like they kind of play a little bit into it because... Um, even though so many, so much of the world is getting vaccinated, this there's still a lot of people who aren't, and yeah. like unfortunately politics plays a role in it. But like 
if the Delta variant spreads more, there's going to be more variants. So yeah. after Delta variant, there's going to be more variants like that we have to worry about. Like variant that's oh, yeah. variant that's come out apparently. Yeah, so even if we get Delta variant under control, there still might be un, like unexpected things that come up that yeah. will fuck with the you know yeah. inflation. So it's it's, it's 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 like so in a way it's like we kind of have to adapt to the fact we kind of have to factor in a lot of what ifs mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, volatilities in our in our own planets, yeah. you know, in our investments, in our consumption yeah. patterns, and yeah, like your that that supplier, he yeah. said that in an email because he was being very clear. Yeah, because they're know. gonna have schedule delays. They're like, it's not just raw materials; it's also like people who deliver for them. Like you were saying, yeah. things get stuck at the port. Yeah, there's like so many issues. More protocols yeah. in place to follow. Yeah, yeah. So I think overall, I think one thing that you know, after all of this, like talk <laughs> yeah. that we hope that I think even for us, I think we take away is that. Just be prepared for like mm-hmm. a contingency, the contingency plan. Exactly. You know, like word. a lot of people, I think some people plan travel for like, I remember in summer I saw on some people's like Instagram stories and stuff, they plan travel for like end of summer, but then mm-hmm. somewhere or September, but they canceled it yeah. because um, Delta variant was like spreading really fast, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think as a consumer, even like on our end, we have to plan for what ifs. Yeah. And I think for people, entrepreneurs and factories are now realizing yeah. that, you know, we, when we, for example, a lot of factories, it's because going back to your vaccination disparity across the world, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, developing countries where raw materials are sourced, they're not getting yeah, vaccinated fast yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. So their factories are still getting closed, right? Yeah. So there's more volatility there happening as well. So us on the consumers or the receiving end where we get the products, there's delays. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I remember last uh, was it last year or this year buying buying a couch. Yeah. I remember I was going to buy a couch and the guy uh, the store was saying that yeah you know like oh this is out of stock. I'm like this, they're like usually it would come in a a week or two but yeah. it's gonna take over a month. I'm like why is there because of COVID protocols in port mm-hmm. there's a lot of congestion delays and also because of high these supply chain disruptions a lot of pent up demand shipping costs have gone up too, yeah right so it's 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 basically a lot of variables have just yeah. become uh you know they're all up in the air yeah that makes it even the job of the central bank which is mainly to look at interest rate look at the monetary policy to help guide mm-hmm. you know guide uh the economy in a way right that has become very hard because yeah. there's so many variables in play but i think at the end of the day we, we shouldn't we shouldn't get too caught up in all the what ifs of four yeah. percent inflation. We're going to, you know, if shifts go, shifts hit the fan and all that. Like mm-hmm. even when we're, if, if you, if there are panic, yeah. yeah, exactly. Even if there's stock investors, do your research, right? Yeah. But and at the end of the day, um, there's only so much you can do, yeah. right? And um, I think the way central banks and banks have been going about this pandemic, they are trying to give people the best information they can, and they are trying to most importantly create jobs yeah. and bring people back into the economy, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like this inflation is pretty. It is transitory. This yeah. increase, um, it might be. It, it if we have persistently high numbers going into say past mid twenty twenty two, then it's a concern. Because I think the concern right now is that what if we have very high inflation? Because very high inflation is bad too. Yeah. Right. So that goes back to yeah. like the seventeen and eighteen when inflation was extremely high. And it followed risk. Followed by recession. Exactly, because then the central bank has stepped in with like really high interest rate to curb people's spending, yeah. right, and business activities. So I think, but I think I personally think that won't be a concern going into like mm-hmm. at least mid twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's when people should see. But now it's like once again the reference base point, the reference point is like twenty twenty, <laughs> like outliers. Yeah, that's what the data is flawed if you like if you yeah. compare the last year's data, right? It's biased data. Yeah, I think like the American Feds, they um they said they wouldn't be taking any action in terms of like raising interest rates until twenty twenty three and then they yeah. pushed it to twenty twenty four because everything is like Yeah. They don't want to step in yet with like increasing yeah. the interest rate. And then all of this talk of financials like 
this up and down with inflation is pretty much like up and down with my personal bank account too. Because <laughs> at the beginning of COVID, you know, like I was at home, I saved a lot of money, and she then bought things, a car. Yeah, and then car. things started opening up, and I'm like, okay, now I see my I'm spending more because I saved so much, and then my my finances started depleting. So just like your life is going up and down in COVID with. So is, ours. so is ours and so is inflation yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah so uh-huh. i think next time you see like you know so i guess now if you haven't noticed and i guess now after hearing this episode you'll notice in grocery store maybe prices have gone up you yeah. know or in restaurants the your pad thai that was probably 15 bucks or <laughs> 17 bucks you know or your wings wednesday is considerably yeah. more expensive yeah yeah exactly yeah. or the stocks you're investing now you're gonna factor in inflation or if you wanted to sell your car this might be a good time <laughs> right yeah, yeah. you've been doing well so yeah. yeah so yeah so we hope that this was helpful and uh you know at the end of the day sometimes maybe this maybe knowing about it right now you can't do a lot but knowing about it can help your decisions buying things mm-hmm. uh investing right so yeah just yeah. keep an eye on your wallet yes and with all of that said we you will definitely hear more of us <laughs> <laughs> in the upcoming months um we're very excited to get back to doing more of this we definitely enjoy it very much and we hope that you do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a few exciting things planned. Uh, trying to get on a couple guests on our mm-hmm. uh, upcoming episodes. Uh, takes a little bit of work. Uh, yeah. uh, reaching out to people, and even on our end, um, different jobs and like yeah. keeping people busy, us busy. So, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, see ya. <laughs> bye bye. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. For updates and to connect with us, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at, at That's What They Said Podcast. Bye.